last time on Join the Party. The LT3 are determined to figure out what's going on with the guy in the black trench coat. But since we're still time looping, that doesn't mean we can't resolve some emotional family issues, like Val trying to reach out to their big mobster dad who's pulled back on the crime as he's taking care of his kids with his second wife. The theme is hurt feelings from parents. Kilanova and Preserver head down to the gallery to commune with the projector, but it is swarming with cops and Emily Slaughter. At the same time, Val finds Dr. Morrow at the protest, which is, unlike the other loops, not being diverted into Smoke Break Park. Preserver then tries to call out the man in the black trench coat on Twitter, aka Level Up, but is pilloried by his bots. She then ropes in Carmen, who figures out his real name, John Paul Schultz. With that, Preserver grabs his address, and the LT3 break into his apartment. As it turns out, John Paul's girlfriend just dumped him, and he's dealing with it. To send a message, Volcani burns down his apartment, and John Paul, in front of his burning apartment, resets the loop. But before the LT3 can act in the morning, someone has called a bomb threat in on the bridge. You know what they say, fight fire with explosives. Let's get the party started. In the morning of Loop 11, all three of you wake up to kick John Paul Schultz's ass and his modded N64 now that you know where he lives and you burned down his apartment one time. Just one time. <laughs> just once. Yeah, just once. It, it was didn't a- even stick. <laughs> it was a little fire. It wasn't little like it was a fire. permanent fire, you know? You weren't even hurt. Just walk it off. Walk off the fire. Pour <laughs> a little dirt in it. Walk it off. Now you get the cool story that your apartment almost burned down once and it didn't even happen. (laughs) (laughs) Not the worst thing that happened to you during this loop. You got broken up with. And your girlfriend left. Wasn't even broken up with. She moved out. (laughs) It's a great rebound story, okay? You're sitting in a bar. You say to somebody, my apartment just burned down. All I have is a clothes on my back. You're gonna get a rebound that night. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Hopefully they take you back to their apartment, not yours. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you were ready to go kick his ass, uh, the public radio, the local news, Dr. Morrow, and everyone else has started texting you, asking if you are all okay and if you've heard what happened, especially your friends from out of town who are like, anytime they hear anything about Lake Down City, they text you, regardless of where you live actually in Lake Down City, that there is a bomb threat has been called in for the Rosalind Park Bridge, which goes from Solita over Lake Champlain to Vermont. Right now, uh, emergency services have been sent out. Maybe some other superheroes are on their way. But uh, this is the first thing you're hearing of this, probably at like 915, 920, as y'all are getting ready to uh, get out of there. So, uh, Milo, you get a text from your dad being like, hey, are you okay? Don't go near the bridge. I don't know why you'd be going to Vermont right now. I know how much like you like Ben and Jerry's. Uh, for Val... Hitomi, she turns over in bed and shows you like a link. Be like, oh my god, this is why this is wild. And uh, Aggie, you get a text from Tegan Murphy. Does Preserver have like a phone as well? Good question. I think Preserver only has Twitter, and Aggie has that. 
app on her regular cell phone. Sure. Okay. Uh, I think that Tegan has texted Aggie and DM'd Preserver being like, Oh my God, are you okay? Are you going over to do all this? How does the language differ between those two messages? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, great question. Tegan texts Aggie and says, does like three exclamation points and says, yeah. are you okay? Are you near there? What's up? And then Tegan DMs Preserver and says, are you heading over there now? I'm going to be there in a few. I have to report on this. It's a weird way to ask a person out on a date. Yeah. Uh, I think Aggie will- <laughs> I love long walks on the beach, bomb threats, and salsa <laughs> dancing. I think Aggie will text back, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm on shift. How about you? And then Preserver will- Will she leave it on red? Yes, she will. Okay. Brutal. You, if you leave it on red, I think like five, ten minutes after that, Tegan's like, All right, I'm sure you're already there. Uh, maybe I'll see you there. Uh, I'll be the one with the, the turquoise jacket. LOL. Don't get hurt. LOL. Keep me from getting hurt. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as I see that, I'm just going to start a quick group call with you guys and be like, Hey, uh, I think this is obviously a distraction, but someone has to deal with this. I think we should split up. Yeah. Dr. Morrow hacks into your phone call and (laughs) (laughs) says, I'm just kidding. But the Dr. Morrow has called all of you already and told you like, Hey, I know I told you to go to the museum, but this is more important if you need to do this first. Like, don't, don't use her bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm already, I got pants on. I'm on my way. I'm going, uh, I probably would be good at bridge uh, infrastructure, but also someone needs to go get this motherfucker. If this if this bridge thing is just like a teen boy who didn't study for his test, so he calls the high school to call in a bomb threat like level of distraction. I don't want this guy getting away with whatever he wants to do. Yeah, you guys go for it. I'm gonna take care of John Paul and uh, just look look out for Tegan. Okay, in the Ooh. in the jacket. Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Aggie ends the call furiously. I also say, ooh. <laughs> Milo's like, wait, why? What? Why'd you say ooh? Val. I recently learned Apple and Zach Rose were dating. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So Kilanova and Vulcani are going to go to the bridge and Preserver is going to go to where? Where are you going to go? I'm going to speed to the museum and try to get to the projector first. Hell yeah. Okay, let's do that first. I think that you all you all break. We have the panels of all of you doing your various, like, you know, with the speed lines going behind you. At this point, I feel like Volcani just runs wherever they go. Yeah, that feels right. It's just faster. It's just faster. The SkyTram is excellent, but it's just faster to run sometimes. It's like when you're sitting in a taxi and you watch, like, trains go by and you're like, yeah, I could have gotten there faster if I had just fucking walked. <laughs> I feel like your vibrations thing is like you've moved from just being like hard to hit with your high AC as being a barbarian. And now you're just like, yeah, I'd rather sprint there. I can just sprint for I can just sprint for half an hour. When it when it's really going, there's just like the streaks of flame. Like when Back to the Future, the oh, DeLorean yeah. takes off. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. In Milo's panel, he's definitely running there towards the Skytram and he's dragging Tuna along by Tuna's tail. I like that. In my head, both of you are like clipping through people and vehicles and buildings. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) It's only faster for you because you can go in an exact straight line. Yep. I feel like Tuna swishes their tail and then you can just go incorporeal briefly. No, I love that. Um, Yeah. And Aggie, you're trucking it over to the museum. 
I think I'm going to head over in costume as preserver. I imagine I probably just have a truck stash nearby that I use for official purposes, like in a garage or something. Regardless, I am going to head over there and safely at a stoplight going to DM Tegan back <laughs> as preserver and say, I'm responding to another threat. I, I told Kilanova and Volcani to look out for you. Cool. Please stay safe. Yeah. Uh, I'll try. I don't know if I can do that without you. Ha ha, LOL. What are you doing? Where, wait, where are you going? Haha ha, and LOL, huh? Leave it yeah, on red. Yeah. I like this preserver playing hard to get, personally. <laughs> uh, actually, have you ever heard of someone called John Paul Schultz? Uh, no, I mean, I can look it up on LexisNexis or something, but I haven't, no. That would be great. This this veers into the super territory, so I, I'm counting on your discretion. Trust me, if anything comes of it, you'll be the first to hear. Sure, I'll look it up when I'm in front of a computer. If I don't get blown up by a bomb, ha! This might be a better thing for you to work on than, you know, an active crime scene, I'm just saying. Asterisks, reporter voice, asterisks. You can't tell me what to report on. I leave that on red. (laughs) Damn, damn. This is the weirdest forward flirting I've ever heard of. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's do this first. So I think that you're heading over and it's like 1030 and you see the loop the thing that happened in your previous loops, you're there early during the VIP show them around. Nice. I'm just going to try to talk through as fast as I can and just be like, hey, super, need to check something out. You understand. And just try to like intimidate my way through. No, I think that you have the fast forward. You can use a similar thing, especially the guy with the man bun who's at the front yeah. is like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you hear there's a bomb threat? Are you not there? Is this more important? Delegation, delegation, delegation. Didn't you read that? <laughs> and oh. then I continue walking. Oh, okay. <laughs> You just hear the word delegation go off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, as you walk away, you hear, hey, is Kil- when Kilanova goes invisible, is he all invisible? <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> I shake my head. Uh, yeah, you are now, you're now in there. So now this is the same setup. People are still going in and out, setting things up. Byron Zorn, all six foot five of him and his big hat are showing around influencers. Uh, and he's not really, he's still not really giving you any mind. I think that you look around looking for John Paul in the black trench coat. He's not there. I am beelining for the projector. All right. Yeah. You're at the projector. It is. Uh, it's currently going. It's like bright and it's on and you look at the carriage and there are some slides in there. So that means it hasn't been used yet, right? Correct. Um, where can I go from here to cut this guy off at the pass? Wonderful. Yeah. I think that you see that the, the projector like spins up and you see a few slides go through. Like, and then slowly there's just like you see a bunch of images of John Paul first like there's like a photo and then another photo and then it starts to spin up to be an actual video and you see him in like a shitty 2001 Toyota Camry driving on a street away from Solita getting on Highway 1 and then getting off on the exit that is coming towards the industry district and Company Tin towards the museum so he is coming towards you and if you wanted to cut him off the easiest thing would be to stay put yeah i'm gonna pat the projector like a a cat and then (laughs) run back out and assuming i know what street he would take from the highway to the museum i'm just gonna stand in the middle of that street with my arms crossed hell yes hell yeah absolutely yeah i think the projector purrs as it spins down and the light goes off and you step out and you're standing in the middle of the street okay let's head to our other 
superheroes over here dealing with the bomb threat. I think that you all you all hustle over to Solita to the Rosalind Franklin Bridge. By the way, Rosalind Franklin Bridge, named after the the woman who worked with uh, Watson and Crick on DNA, but uh, was ignored for her work because she was a woman, and then wasn't allowed to be added to the the Nobel Prize that they won because she was already dead and the Nobel Prize doesn't give it to dead people. That's just a policy. You can change policies. Policies are people's decisions. <laughs> so that was the Dr. Morrow name, huh? Yeah, Dr. Morrow decided that a bridge is way way more useful than a statue. So Dr. Morrow decided to name the bridge that once there was enough people in Lake Down City to get to Burlington and other parts of Vermont, they built the bridge and she named it after her. She's fucking right. Um, so as soon as we arrive, uh, Milo's going to meet up with Val and sort of assess the situation. Do we need to, like, roll any perception or investigation or anything to see what's happening? Oh, oh, when you guys show up, there are tons of people there, whether we're talking about ambulances, police cars, I don't know, infrastructure people who are there to immediately fix it if, if something goes down. There's a local news van with people doing talking about it to the camera for breaking news. You see that there's a little radio van for WLTC uh, that is also reporting as well. You also see that there are a bunch of also people who you recognize there alongside the massive kind of throngs of citizens that want to see what's happening and all of the cars that are evacuating the Rosalind Franklin Bridge, both on the Burlington side and the LTC side. Uh, you also see a few people you recognize, including Emily Slaughter, who is directing Flyboy and the Moose version of Taxonomy to keep people back and kind of enforcing the perimeter around the bridge as that's happening. You also hear, as the Night of Mirrors, Akira slides <laughs> nearby. First things first, though. <laughs> we flip off Sour Anthony. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, Night of Mirrors, come over here, hang out with us. Hey, friend. Oh, hey guys, this, this is this is the first time I've ever picked for anything, including volleyball or stuff, so this is actually a pretty pretty big deal. Hey, me. I bet you were great at volleyball. Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. They like little, like, bu- the, I don't want to say like bunny hop, but they like do like little scoots on their, on their motorcycle <laughs> so over cute. to you. And you see that like the, the Night of Mirrors also is able to balance on their motorcycle. They don't put a kickstand down. They don't put a foot down to lean. Maybe, as they see, those tires are pretty chunky because it's like a Tron bike and not like uh, any other side of motorcycle. You can tell I'm really, I know so many things about motorcycles. But it's like <laughs> self-balancing. That's really cool. They're just kind of leaning over their handlebars. Just Casually. Casually uh, listen to you. And they're like, bomb threat, right? Well, I remember my first day of superhero. <laughs> was it also a bomb threat? No, it's just like, you know, these people are really just trying to make a name for themselves, throwing a bomb threat. I hope yeah. that there isn't one. Mm. All right, first things first, y'all, crowd control. So I'm going to cast Shape Water, and I'm going to pull up a giant version of Milo <laughs> out of the river and have them say, Don't worry, citizens. Um, the LT3 are here. Please move away from the area so the emergency workers can get their jobs done. Incredible. Incredible. No, I love that. That's very funny. So Shape Water is a five foot by five foot cube. So do you want it to be a full Milo? You want it to be a, f- a square Milo head? What are you looking for? Wizard of Oz head. Wizard of Oz head. Yes. <laughs> it's like a Wizard of Oz head, but it's like five foot. So it's like a giant face of mine. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, there are some boats that are in Lake Champlain 
It's, it is May 1st. It's a nice day out. People are taking a, a spring slash summer Friday. And I think that you see that there still are a decent amount of people there, but like there are also some swimmers in there. So it is, there's like a bunch of people in there and they're like, we're trying. We don't want to be here either. Have no fear. And Milo is going to then cast again, shape water, which is a cantrip by the way, to sort of just change the flow of the direction of the water. So it pushes everyone away from the bridge on either side. Cool. Yeah, I think that, that will definitely help. I think the, the waves come up and they start to push some of the sailboats and the rowboats uh, to try to get them a little bit more to safety. That sounds great. Then I'm going to turn to my companions and say, all right, step two, let's find this bomb. And I'm oh, going to yeah. cast Detect Magic, which is a spell, so I'll, I'll roll on my spell surge. Hey, what, what are you up to, bud? Uh, uh, yeah, nine. It's fine. Healthy nice. nine. <laughs> Solid healthy nine. healthy nine. A healthy generous pinch of nine. Nice. So if I do see it, uh, I also learn at school of magic, whatever that means to you. Cool. 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 Sounds good. If it's fake, I would like to know that. (laughs) Yeah. What's the range on it? 30 feet. 30 feet. Do you roll on detect magic? No, it just happens, but it's 30 feet in front of me and it is an action, but it can also penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Sounds good. Um, if you guys would like to try to figure out where it is, Brandon, I'll give you Arcana roll for that. And uh, Julia, if you want to do a perception check. Cool. Can I similarly use the unknown glasses to try to give Ooh, myself yeah. advantage on that? Oh, hell yeah. So you can look into it. Yeah. That's on side of shit. I rolled a 15 with advantage. Cool. <laughs> well, I rolled a seven for Arcana. Nice. <laughs> And then roll for the spirit surge? Uh, yes, I got that. It was a 19, oh so I'm up God. to 10. <laughs> I'm, like, anxious about when you're going to roll this. You're anxious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, between your two things, this is a, it's a little too far away for you, Brando. I think that paired with this 15 perception, using your, un, your unglasses, you do a scan of all of the boats and all of the skiffs and stuff that are in the Lake Champlain right now. And you see that none of them that are close to you have any sort of trace of magic or tech or otherwise. However, you notice that there are three boats that are dangerously close to one of the major support beams that hold up the bridge. So I would say I will whittle it down to one of those three boats. There's one on the left, one in the middle, and one on the right. I would like to cast Jump on Myself. Sure. And I would like to jump down to where those boats are and just kind of try to get between myself and the support and push them away. Okay. I don't think you have enough strength to push the boat to push the boats away. That's fine. I'll get I'll get down there and uh I believe casting jump is an action. Can I use my bonus action to go into a rage, please? Hell yeah, dog. Cool. I just want to be safe. So yeah, what does it look like when you cast jump on yourself? Is you using your fire magic? I kind of picture it like almost rocket boots. <laughs> like, you know, in My Hero Academia where Bakugo is just like shooting flames out of his hands. Yeah. That happens, but out of my, my Doc Martens. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, I love how you, you immediately just like charge down the embankment with like flames coming out of your feet, like just blasting down there. You still have the unglasses on, but you can use the second charge as well. Yes, I want to locate which boat it is. Um, this is It's in the rightmost boat. Uh, you also see that the side, this is called the RSS Reset Your Life. Oh, <laughs> fuck <boy>. you. 
Fuck this dude. Sorry, I just called it the RSS because I'm a goddamn podcaster. That's, no, I like that. Keep it. Whoever owns the boat made podcast money and got podcast rich. And they called it the RSS Reset Your Life. Yeah, you hop onto this like this like sailboat that someone has bought for themselves to live out their post podcast uh, life and nestled underneath like the first aid kit is something blinking and beeping and whizzing. And it says that it has 30 and there's a countdown timer with 30 seconds left. Oh boy. Cool. I'm going to grab it and I have, advantage on my strength throws right now so I would like to throw it and then shoot it with magic missiles so it explodes in the air away from people. (laughs) A real Tony Stark maneuver. Hell yeah. Okay. Let's see if you can throw it first. This thing is heavy. It is like chocked full of tech. It's like someone stacked just like like explosives on explosives on explosives in no sort of actual pattern or slotting it together. It's just like a package of explosions with a timer on it with lots of glowing lights. Also, it's all atomic purple, you know, like on the Game Boys. Yeah. It has like an atomic purple shell so you can see all the guts inside. This is going to be really do or die here. And the DC for this, for picking it up and getting it any sort of distance is going to be 20. Okay. This thing is heavy as hell. It's also secured to the boat. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'm adding a plus four to this. Do you want to eat a mushroom? Oh, shit. I do have the mushroom, don't I? I'm going to use that. Thank you. (laughs) Val. Okay. Let me narrate the scene. I'm I'm the omniscient third-party narrator. Ready? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Amanda kicked me in the face and took my dice. (laughs) Weird. I like it. I'm into it. She's keeping me at arm's length while I'm trying to fight. Oh, God, it's elementary school over again. Val lands on the deck of this shiny sailboat that clearly has not seen an actual day in an actual sea in a long time, stares at the bomb after flipping open the hatch, plants their feet and plants their fists on their hips, then gives it a little one second, you know, holding up a finger, and brings a sliver of mushroom out of their breast pocket, chews it, and then gets down to business. Hell yeah. (laughs) In my head, like, all of you have this shared test tube. So it's like a package of M&M minis. You just, like, shake one little (laughs) mushroom in your mouth. And, yeah, I think that, once again, you feel like it's spicy. Like, it comes up from your feet. This is the same experience that you had. And you're like, hell, yeah, I'm eating the scorpion pepper. Let's fucking go. (laughs) And you're juiced up. I think that with uh, this is helping your class because it's strength, which is your thing. So I'm going to lower the DC by five. This is DC 15. Okay. I have plus four. So you need 11 or higher. You need 11 or higher. All right. The first one was a 16. Plus four. <laughs> which is a good. Dirty 20. Yeah, but yeah. But I'm going to roll it one more time because maybe I do something cool and I'm not 20. Crit. Who knows? Maybe you crit. Got a two. Hell <laughs> 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 nice. advantage. What does this look like to you? You are you're filled with energy. I think that from the shore, as the, the Knight of Mirrors is about to like do a wheelie and jump over the side and speed to help you. And you just see like Val starts to glow purple. And you're going fucking Super Saiyan. I think it's just like you have the goddamn aura around you. It's spicy. It's loud. And all you're fucking doing is picking up this atomic purple bomb and throwing it. I think Val cradles the bomb in one hand and then turns and throws it like a discus thrower, you know, (laughs) in the Olympics. And then as it like flies into the air away from everyone, away from all the people, just like 
finger guns. Boom, boom, boom. Magic missile. I love that. I do have to roll for the magic missile, though. Roll the damage for me. Okay. I'm basically doing 3d4, and it's plus 3 force damage. Yeah. So. Four. Two. Four. So that is eight plus three, 13 damage. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, my HP for that thing was 12. Fuck. <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding me? No, I am not kidding you. I'm like, there's no way this would explode. No way, unless Julia rose incredibly. There's no way it would happen. But yeah, you toss it in the air like it's a goddamn discus and shoot it out of the air like it's a clay pigeon or, or something. Like you're skeet shooting. Boom, boom, boom. One blast of fire, two blast of fire, three blast of fire. And it goes, and it just blows everything backwards. Val blows across their fingers. <laughs> May I suggest that that moment is captured by Carmen standing on shore with like purple glitter coming down from the sky in the form of debris and purple aura around Volcani and it's their new profile pic everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Carmen's like tight. <laughs> the take, take a photo with her camera. Takes a sip of coffee. Yeah, it takes a sip of coffee. I think that, yeah, you, it's just this true firework that happened in the middle of the day and everyone on shore and everyone in the water just stands up and claps. Yay! Our approval rating. This has to be the final loop, guys, because I won't do anything cooler than this. <laughs> Milo's going to cast Create Water to sort of, I can make a 30-foot cube of rain so I can extinguish any flames that happen to come. But, you know, if it happens to also be raining over Flyboy... I wouldn't, wouldn't stop it. Yeah, Flyboy is trying to say grab some people uh, uh, in the water, and he's just getting soaked. Like a, a singular cloud is following him around as he's flying around. Shit, I shouldn't have done that. That was a spell, and I did roll a four. Ah, incredible! <laughs> in fucking incredible. Oh, Brandon. How, I was so anxious this entire time, and then I was like, I fucked with Flyboy, and now weird magic's gonna happen. I know, this is what I get for trying to be a asshole, you know? Yeah, roll yeah. a d10 for me, my man. Four. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that. Normally, it's a delighted cackle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you conjure the rain cloud, and it's following Flyboy around, but then, like, the rain cloud stops, and get sucked back into your ghost arm and then your ghost arm then starts to envelop your chest and then your legs and then the rest of your body and it, it like covers all of this to become just like one full ghostly being and you float up into the sky for a second and then it all just like kind of goes and sucks back up and man you feel goddamn, you feel great and I'm giving you your fifth level spell slot back Yay! Yay! You regain all of your spell slots. And I think that everyone is just like, oh, another thing's happening. And then everyone's looking over at you. And Julia, I want you to roll a D8 for me. Oh, no. I don't like that one bit. I've rolled a one? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. So, Volcani, you're looking over and you see Milo float in the air like a ghost. And you're like... Oh, hell yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool that Milo can do that. I feel... Oh, man. I feel tired. And you stumble forward, and 
You feel the splash of the wa- of water around you. God damn it. As you fall into the lake. Why? Drugs are bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Amanda. I have been rediscovering in my adulthood some of the styles that I felt really self-conscious in as a kid. Like turtlenecks, it turns out, can be really nice to wear. Leggings, totally pants, and overalls are so nice. They are breezy and easy to wear. This pair I just got has like a hammer loop thing on the side. So next time I'm hanging up pictures, I'll just walk around with my hammer for a while and feel really cool. Ah, it's wonderful. Welcome to the mid-roll. There's seven pockets. Welcome to the many beautiful people who have joined our Patreon in the last two weeks. Sarah, Gaynor, Kyle, Jay, Greg, Tabitha, Ali, Aaron, Yannick, Matthew, Fabian, Machine, Bryce, and Jay Bebe, who also sent us a very kind message. So thank you, Jay. We're so grateful to each of you who make it a priority each month to support creators. And we're extra grateful when those creators are us. We could not keep making the show without your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to be part of our Patreon family, we're always looking for more of you to come in and join the Discord. Talk about your pets and your plants and your RPGs and join us for the um, exclusive live show chat channel that we had last week. You can catch up after you watch the live show. Going to be great. If you're able, please do join us for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Did you hear that we have new merch? Because we have two kinds of new merch that I think you are really going to want to check out. One, we have a brand new world book for Lake Town City. Whether you want to play your tabletop game within the worlds of Campaign 2 at home, or you want to read some brand new world building, Eric's written the definitive guide to Lake Town City for any and all TTRPG systems. There is art in there that you can't find anywhere else for both the neighborhoods and a bunch of NPCs, those that you love and those that are new. It's 60 pages long, and there is so much to read and to love. And secondly, a special announcement, the chat dice are back! We ordered fully twice as many of our uh, square green friends as we did last time. So this is your moment to bring Chad home, order a bunch to give out as gifts, order one to play with and one to just look at in the plastic package like it's, you know, a special edition Barbie from the 90s. Go to jointhepartypod.com slash merch and pick it all up. Also, that chat sticker that came on the on the previous ones when it was like stuck to the uh, envelope to close it and people cut it out and like steamed it open and put it on a magnet. Amazing. Now it's a real sticker you can buy. So that's there too. join the slash merch. We are sponsored this week by our old friends World Anvil. This is a powerful world building platform and specialized wiki for all world builders and also a campaign manager for all of us with lots of notes to keep track of as a player or a GM. It's perfect for writers, game masters, and players to track their world building and characters and also play your game. GMs can build their lore, maps, stat blocks, and timelines, plan sessions, and share whatever they want to during sessions. Players can also manage characters, make notes, roll dice, track your journeys and equipment, chat with the party, and show off your characters. Subscriptions start at $3 a month, and there's also a free version to try it out. Head over to worldanvil.com and use code JOINTHEPARTY for 10% off all 6- and 12-month memberships. 
This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp, a secure online counseling service. They connect you with licensed counselors through their secure app, letting you message with your therapist and schedule live phone or video sessions. There's also a worksheet tab that my therapist and I have been using. You know, I love homework. I love grades. She doesn't grade me, but she does tell me good job. And that's really useful to me. And because BetterHelp wants you to find the best therapeutic match possible, maybe you're super into worksheets, maybe you're super not. It's really easy and also free to switch counselors if you need to. BetterHelp's also more affordable than traditional counseling, and they offer financial aid. Once more, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and join the party listeners get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com slash join the party. Join me. Therapy is great. Betterhelp.com slash join the party for 10% off your first month. And finally, we are sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options if you fancy. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure both deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh has also been named Newsweek's most trusted meal kit company of 2021, with over 4 million households served. One of those is mine, and I recently enjoyed sesame soy beef bowls, which teach you how to make a really classic combination of the rice, the protein, quick pickled veggies, and a sauce. And not only can you eat that meal, you can also learn how to make the dish going forward and remix it endlessly. So go to HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12 and use code JoinThePARTY12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12 and use code JoinThePARTY12 for 12 free meals, including, wait for it, free shipping. And now let's get back to the show. We're going to cut back to, we're going to come back to. That's cool. I'll drown. I'll see y'all later. We're going to come back to our good friend. (laughs) Time to work up a new character. (laughs) Preserver. You're standing like on the exit of a highway and there's some people trying to drive her or drive around you. And you just like, and like people are honking their horn at you. Be like, what are you doing? Why are you standing in the street? I just point and like send them on a detour. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, I guess they're close. And then you see like this shitty 2001 Toyota Camry drive up to you and pulls over and stops. And you see that John Paul Schultz is reaching into his car and pulling on his his new black duster, his new black overcoat with the tags on it, with uh, the N64 strapped to his body like a baby Bjorn situation. <laughs> on his back or his front? I need to know. On his front, yeah. Okay. You see that like he's just wearing like a black long sleeve shirt and black pants, even though it's hot. And like then when he pulls his duster over, that's like, oh, this is you're just a guy wearing all black. And you see him, and he's like, what? Well, I need. Is this road really closed? <laughs> I'm going to kind of crook my finger and be like, with me, over here. And point like to the parking lot on the side of the road. No, why would I do that? You're going to beat me up and take my shit. I'm not going to beat you up. I will stay away from you if you want. I want to talk to you for a second. You see him hover his hand over the reset button on the N64? Listen, I, I know you can do that at any time. We've been through this 11 times. I, I realize that. I just want to talk to you. You have all the power. If you want to get out at any point, you can always do that. I'm not going to be close enough to you. I promise. You're right. I do have all the power. Ugh. Okay. Wh- which, like the parking lot of the McDonald's? Or <laughs> where do you... Pull your car over safely. We'll just stand 10 feet apart, okay? Okay. Can- I'm going to go get fries first. No, you are not. 
I thought you said I have the power. With me. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah, I think he, he gets in his car and he pulls over to the, uh, like a nearby parking lot of a circuit city, which still exists in my world. Dr. Morrow saved it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he pulls over and he gets out of the car. He stays like 20 feet away from you. Yeah, why don't you just stay, just stay over there? Don't get any closer. I know you're fast and stuff. So, like, put your hat down. Put your hat where I can see it. Take off your hat. <laughs> sure, I will take off my hat. Fuck, good. I, I sort of pat my hair. I'm like, is, is my hat hair too bad? No, it's fine. It's, no, it's fine. Listen, You man, have superpowers. You don't get hat hair. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have super tech. Tell me, man, what, what do you want? What do I want? You clearly need something or else you wouldn't be going through all this trouble. What, what do you need? Well, you know, you were in my apartment. I don't have to tell you. I want the thing everybody wants. I want power and money and stuff. I I saw you were going through it. Is that what's happening here? So, yeah. Are we all? Like, we're all just kind of going through it, just dealing, just surviving day to day. It seems to me like decisions had been made before 9 a.m. today that would be hard to undo if you can't go further back, right? Like what? Like what? What do you mean? I mean, okay, how about how about I say some stuff and then you stop me if it's wrong, all right? How about you say some stuff and you say some shit, I'm going to reset this whole thing and we never had this conversation. Listen, either my friends and I can continue chasing you all over Lake Town City on May 1st. Nice idea with the bomb, by the way. That was a fun distraction. But you notice I'm still here, and we're still talking. So either we play this out again and again and again, none of us get any older, and we enjoy this lovely spring day for the rest of our lives, or you tell me and I can help you get what you need. Okay. I haven't gotten this far before. This is new. Make a persuasion check. I'm trying to use Emissary of Peace to cancel peace here with a charisma check. What happens when you use that? I get advantage on charisma checks to diffuse violent emotions or cancel peace. Yeah. I got a six and a nine, but I'm going to use another luck point and try again. All right. Good choice. 17 plus one for an 18. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what I'm specifically trying to get him to tell me the truth of what he wants and to listen to me when I suggest something. Okay. What does it look like when you use Emissary of Peace? I always just say like an aura of orange. Yeah, I, I just imagine kind of like gentle sparkles between you and the person you're trying to diffuse the yeah, situation with. Oh, I, you're doing that thing to me where you try to tell, get me to calm down, but I won't because I'm bad. Shit. <laughs> who, who told you that lie I about saw yourself? it. I saw it. Where? I know. Where? You did it. You've done this before. It's all the same Listen, listen, listen. Again, you can reset this at any time. Don't don't rush away from this. I can help you. My friends, we have power. We know things. We, we can get you. We're clearly not maybe as good as you, but close. Wouldn't it be good to have that in your corner instead of against you? Okay. How about if you want to help me, why don't you start a fight at Smoke Break Park? That's what I need you to do. That's what's next on my list. You can either get out of the way and let me do it, or you can do it. But if you want to help, that's what I have. Unless, like, you know tons of stuff. Unless you can get me, like, a million dollars right now. 
a million dollars or start a fight at Smoke Break Park. Those are your two choices. I'm going to surge forward and punch the N64. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to you punch the actual N64? Yes. Okay. Break it. Break it. You could just it. blow on the game, the cartridges. It doesn't, <laughs> you don't have to punch it. It's getting really dusty. Okay. First, let's do a dexterity contest to see if you can bridge the space between the two. Okay. I will say you are very fast, and you are also doing something that has not happened before. So he can't help you. So I'm going to give myself plus zero to this because he's kind of just like a regular dude. Okay. I believe in you, Aggie. 14 plus three, 17. Well, well, I rolled a five. Fuck yeah. You close that gap, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, make an attack. Hey, I looked up uh, how powerful N64 is. <laughs> uh, I got a nat 20 to hit. <laughs> Oh my god. Fucking sick. All right. I love oh it. my god. Uh, roll your next attack if you want to keep just punching it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one is a 15 plus 3, 18. 18. Yeah, that hits. I am going to use the combo gloves um, that you've conveniently given me, Eric, and I can use two key points <laughs> to push the target 10 feet in any direction if I land two hits, which I just have. So my plan here is I want to punch the N64 <laughs> up, I want to shove him backward. And then I want to spike it into the ground like a volleyball. Fuck. So yes. you're, you're trying to separate the N64 from the baby Bjorn? I don't want to hurt the dude. Otherwise, I'll just try to do two like sideways punches and like smoosh it. No, no, no. So that your target is the N64 and you're punching it up out of the baby Bjorn. Yes. Yeah, you are. I don't want to hurt this guy. I just want to embarrass him. Hell yeah. Roll damage. I just first. want to psychically hurt him. <laughs> okay. Seven plus three for a 10. And then six plus three for a nine. 19. You remember you crit on the first one. So you roll an extra die. 22. <laughs> Listen, if a bomb's AC was 12, like... I want to say that an N64 has more HP than a bomb. I, I, I just that. want to I point, that. That. I want to point I that out. That. People have accidentally, like, thrown it out of moving cars and it still works. People <laughs> have left them out in snows over winter and then let it dry and then it works again. But has a superhero punched it twice and then out of a baby Bjorn? <laughs> That's my they don't question. make them like they used to. Bombs are meant to break, so that is mm, fair. That is <laughs> bombs are make, yeah, bombs are also meant to explode. <laughs> Holy fair. shit. Incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. So you you close the distance and you catch him by surprise, and I think he covers his face automatically because he thinks you're gonna beat him up, but then you just whack, you collide, you you use all of your superpowered fists into the N64, just a, a wallop right hook, another one for the combo with the combo glove. It goes, c -c 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 combo uppercut. The N64 flies out of the baby Bjorn, 10 feet in the air, and it's like, do you want to go up and spike it? If I'm allowed to for flavor. Yeah, I don't for think flavor, I you can go up okay, and spike okay. it. Yes, exactly. like, yeah, like volleyball, you go up and spike it, it's just like you see every single ripple of muscle go into you slapping this thing down. So you combo it in the air and then spike it down on the ground. And it hits once, twice, like the sound of plastic crunching against pavement in the Circuit City parking lot. And it skitters across the pavement. Let's go back to Val. Val, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, 15 plus 6, 21. Hell yeah. Uh, make a perception check for me, Brando. Perceive me, Brandon. <laughs> Twelve. It's the only time I've ever asked anyone to perceive me. Twelve. 
Killanova, you do this ghostly spectacle, then people like clap and be like, oh, it's a pairing to the fireworks. That's cool. That's not, that's nice. I like that. And I think that, yeah, you look around and you see that that uh, Volcani hasn't come back. Milo's going to make the assumption that Val is somewhere still in the water. So he's going to cast his level five spell, Conjure Elemental. <laughs> and he's going to bring a water elemental into life to rescue Val from the ocean. Wow. Thanks. What does it look like when ghosts mess with make an elemental? Mountain lobster. Mountain lobster. <laughs> I think for the water elemental in particular, because it's in its element, it's hard to sort of perceive its shape right now. But I do think like it's sort of like how you imagine a planet is formed, like all this like dust and speckles and stuff, like a, an accretion disk forms into a, a ball. So like sure. it's sort of like all these like water droplets form into one creature thing and then um yeah, it's just an elemental, sort of shapeless, but hopefully carries Val's body out of the ocean. Or Val's alive body out of the ocean. <laughs> Absolutely. I think with the 12, you're not the first person to notice that, that Vulcani hasn't returned oh, from the explosion. No. I think that you that as you're doing this and you look around, you hear as oh, the Knight yes. of Mirrors is speeding directly towards the water. I think you also see Emily say, Rescue plan! Alpha! Aqua! Go! And that's when <laughs> Flyboy grabs Taxonomy as he, like, for a second, you see him look like in a, in a um, Upcountry Keepers branded uh, sweatshirt and sweatpants <laughs> with, like, a simple domino mask with, like, little cat ears on. Just for like a second as Flyboy like grabs uh, Taxonomy around the middle and then who turns into a swordfish (laughs) as as they're flying towards the river at the same time. You'll see the Knight of Fear is also uh, speeding towards the river and like then starts skipping on the water on their motorbike. So it's like the elemental and Flyboy <laughs> holding a swordfish and the Knight of Fear is on a motorcycle with the sun and the water shining on their armor. And Val, you see you're just like floating in the water and you're falling a little bit because you're pretty heavy wearing your, your leather jacket and everything and your gauntlets and you're like, huh. And then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> As the motorcycle, like, hits the water, the swordfish hits the water, and then just, like, this fucking planet is coming towards you made out of water. I was, like, fully panicking, like, what the fuck is <laughs> Can we have a contest for Val's dignity to see which not-sour Anthony saves them? Yeah, we're all going to do dexterity checks. Uh, Milo, great. you can use your wisdom. Do you want Amanda, do you want to do the Net of Mirrors? Yes. Okay. Um, I rolled on my spiritual service, by the way. I got an 18, so we're good there. Good. Nice. KOM got a seven, I'm afraid to report. Oh, no. I'm going to use my Phantasma Duct and replace my deck saving throw with Wisdom. Incredible. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to look up the speed of a swordfish. <laughs> I got a three plus nine for 12. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. I'm just going to, I would rather drown. I'll punch this swordfish before I let it save me. <laughs> yeah, man. The swordfish gets to you first, and it's it has like a man's face, and you're just like, poof. <laughs> Val just panicked. I thought it was a shark, so I punched it in the face. Yeah. But I, <laughs> and then anyone I, asks later. It's like, it's like, no, why would you do that? So I think that, like, after you punch the swordfish, the water elemental, this, like, this spinning orb pulls you up, and you can hop on the Night of Mirrors, uh, skipping a uh, motorcycle. All right, tight. 
Thanks. I punched a shark. <laughs> what? There was no there, shark in there. There was a shark in there with the person's face, and I punched it. <laughs> Man, those must have been some good drugs. You gotta let me have some. Pretty solid <laughs> drugs. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, and as you're you're skipping along the water, we see Kilanova controlling the water elemental. And we see the Night of Mirrors with Vulcani on the back of their motorcycle and uh, Flyboy reaching into the water trying to pull the swordfish ducks out of me out of there after you clocked him. And then it like, cuts back dramatically to the moment of, of Aggie spiking the N64, the modded N64. You spike it and it skips once and then twice again. And that like sound of... I have this very specific sound of like dropping oh, yeah, a yeah, Game yeah. Boy yeah. on pavement. And it just skips. And then for the audience, for all of us, I guess if this N64 was plugged into a TV, you'd be trying to set the time. And then it just kind of blinks and then goes 12, 12, 12, 12. And then splits in half. And then everything goes white. And Aggie, you wake up and it's the middle of the night. You're in your bed and you hear like some skittering and a a garbage can being pushed over. Fucking raccoons. (laughs) (laughs) I look at my phone. You look look at your phone and it's 12 a.m. May 1st. Fuck. Are we out of the loop now? We're out of the loop, aren't we? God damn it. Sorry, what was the date in the loop? It was May 1st the first time, but I think you and I, because we weren't there near it, and since the time restarted, Aggie's the only one in the loop. That's my guess. I don't know. I can't confirm that. Aggie, it's 12 a.m. Sushi goes, and then falls off your bed. (laughs) And you're in your bed in your house. I'm going to drive to the museum, break in, and ask the projector what's happening. Yeah. I love Aggie doing crime. <laughs> what is Aggie's like middle of the night outfit? I think she has like a, a Carhartt t-shirt and like LL Bean plaid pajama pants. I think Aggie does take the time though to change into preserver costume um, to do this. Cool. And she's just going to bring her like ring of keys from maintenance stuff and try to see if any of those fit. But otherwise we'll just like go to the roof and drop it in through a hatch or something. Cool. Ring of Keys would have been a really good weapon for Aggie. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. surprised you don't have a Ring of Keys. Well, don't think about it. You make a note being like, universe, well, skeleton, Ring of Keys, Dez? <laughs> I haven't actually got given like flavor to my darts yet, which is a monk weapon. So I could just like pull keys off my ring and throw them. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> right, I love that. It's done. It's Intense. Done. I like it. Yeah. I think as you're getting this stuff together, maybe you're running out to your car. It's like 1210. And you get a phone call from Marisol. As you might have remembered, Marisol is the kind of like safe rides person who who usually works in College Park, but also does some stuff downtown to give like safe rides back to college students from Morrow University and SUNY LTC to help you out. I freeze kind of like mid changing. Marisol, what's up? Hey, yeah. Uh, Aggie, what's going on? Hope you I just wanted Aggie. to do this voice again, didn't you? I love no, Marisol makes, so much. This makes sense for the plot reasons, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, I had someone who was looking for you, for, for you or for a preserver if you knew where to find her. Uh, you know, it was different. This isn't like the best, the best friend from before. 
actually, you know, I have him on the other line. Should I like do a three-way call? Uh, you can just you can just do that and then and then drop off. Thank you. Okay, I'll do that. No problem. Okay, hold on. Did it work? Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh no, it's not working yet. Hold on. <laughs> Barisol's like booping and bopping on her phone for a little while, and then you hear like someone, a, a woman, yelling in the background, being like. And then you hear a, a door close, and now the woman is still yelling in the back. And Marisol says, It worked! Okay, I'll see you later! <laughs> she hangs up. That's no way to win your woman back, John Paul. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck did you do? What did you do? Do you have the device with you? No. Neither do I. Well, well I don't. I have it. It's not working anymore. Does that mean it'll stick this time? I don't, I don't know. Okay, this is what we're going to do. You are going to meet me at the top of Highway 1. You'll bring the N64. We will put an end to this tonight. You have one chance. You're going to figure this out, or then I'm going to do my thing, and it's going to stick this time. We're going to figure this out together. As long as you give me your word, you are going to do a real effort to make sure we don't get trapped in this fucking loop. I will do, yeah, I, of course, yeah, I will do it, I'll do it right now. Okay, top of highway one. John Paul, get the fuck out of here! Okay, I gotta, I have to go. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for him now. I want him to stay broken up with his girl. I know. She sucks. He also sucks, but she sucks too. <laughs> I'm gonna get in my car, start driving to Little Italy. I'm gonna call Volcani. I'm gonna call Kilanova. I'm gonna call Dr. Morrow, and I'm gonna call Dez and tell everybody to meet at Dr. Morrow's house in 30 minutes. Okay. Who do you call first? I call Volcani because I'm gonna go pick them up. Then I'll do Kilanova, and then we'll drive together to Dr. Okay. Morrow's house. Okay, Volcani. So, Julia, Val's phone goes off. No more of this. Val, it's Aggie. I know I'm trying to explain. I need you ready in two minutes. I'll be outside and we have to go get Kilanova to Dr. Morrow's house. Val, you do the thing where like you don't know where you are for like two seconds and then it all comes flooding back to you and you remember the blinking 12 and the white and you're still still in the loop. Okay, phew. Uh, Aggie, I did such cool shit in the last loop. God damn it. Oh, I'm so glad you remember. I can't wait to hear about it. I'll, I'll be there two minutes. All right. Tell told me that I have, I, I leave a note because I don't want to wake her up. I'm just like, there was oven trouble again. I'll be back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, call Milo too. Same deal. Yeah. Do, 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 uh, do. Uh, Milo is under 30. His phone just vibrates, Eric. <laughs> No, but Aggie calls again, and now it's loud. <laughs> Aggie has pushed through your D&D. Hello? Hey, it's Aggie. I think you remember what happened last loop. Um, my bad. I'm picking you up in five minutes. Milo! What? Sorry. Five minutes. Five got minutes. it. Check. Here. Five got minutes. It. Tuna? Tuna. On it. <laughs> and then Tuna just, like, jumps on Milo's face. Thank you. No problem. It was also weird. Has Tuna been in the loop this whole time? It's a good question. Ah. Who can say? So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick these guys up and then kind of idle on the highway, like the top of Highway One, near the exit that goes to Doctor Morrow's house, to pick up John Paul. Yeah, I think that this is like 
late night driving, there's just like the only lights that are around are the, the street lights as you're pulling up on Highway 1. And then you see his terrible 2001 Camry. And then you take a look at it and you see like the muffler's about to fall out. <laughs> I roll down my window. Follow me. Don't wimp out. When we park, I am fixing that muffler. It is honestly a hazard. I don't, I don't like really care right now. I just got broken up with. So like, can we just like move it along? I genuinely feel bad for you. Follow me. This sucks. <laughs> and as he, he drives to follow you. When I call January, did they pick up? Oh, yeah. January's phone. January's speaking. Hey, I'm sorry <laughs> to call so late. I'm coming with the team and uh, someone who has been fucking with a time loop, but needs our help because I think we may have reset it badly. Oh, okay. Can we get Dr. Morrow and Dez ready in 10? I'm going to try my best. I will get you a gift card to Rumble Stillskin's yarns. I am sorry. Oh hell yeah! That's how you turn yarn into gold, baby. Great, <laughs> cute. And listener, you too can go to jointhepartypod.com/slash/merch to get January's phone greeting to your phone. <laughs> oh hell yeah, baby! It's <laughs> great. Idea. Just, I would love to have my voicemail greeting be January's phone. January speaking. Just kidding. Gotcha. <laughs> Leave a message at the beep, baby. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this. Absolutely. Uh, is there like a carport nearer to the lab or is it all the front? Like, is there like a back road that goes like toward like the back entrance where the, the training dome of uh, doom of doom zone dome is? Yeah, yeah. So, training dome of doom is very good. Training dome of doom zone is incredible. I like that. That's what it's <laughs> now yes. named. Yeah, there's probably a dirt road that leads to the back as well as one to the front. Yeah, I just want to park as directly as possible and also in a way that makes it harder for John Paul to run if that's what he's going to do. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. So we'll park down there, trundle out, and um, in the car, I'll say to my teammates, just like a quick recap of what happened. I I wasn't able to just take it. I tried really hard to break it. Uh, maybe that should have crossed my mind. So um, here we are. But listen, I, I think the guy is misdirected and is doing shitty things to other people because he's brokenhearted, uh, which is not okay, but I think it's something we can work with. So I'm hoping that he'll let us uh, look at the device together. Uh, remember that Des thing, some kind of, you know, uh, involvement with some kind of this stuff. So yeah, that's all I know. I took drugs and exploded a bomb. Just that's what I did. I'm sorry that didn't stick. I was trying I really hard. Re- I think Carmen took a really cool picture of it too, which is the uh. most disappointing part. I will say, um, you guys have this like shared inventory of this thing, so I think that like as you you check it out, it's now uh, two thirds full. Mm. Okay, so my use of it stuck. Gotcha. Correct. Cool. Yeah. I spend the rest of the car ride in the back seat with Val, trying to apologize for not having my ability under control and putting Val in danger. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, you have weird ghost shit going on. I get it. Shit happens. <laughs> Whatever. You, at least it wasn't like a fucking panther attacked me or something. <laughs> it won't ever happen again. I will never put you in danger again. Wow, that's real nice. Milo has such a high bar for weird shit now. It's like, if you don't let yourself get attacked by a panther, then like, Milo, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Milo's mother, not sure whether or not it was his weird ability or the mushroom that made Val like pass out. So mm-hmm. he's just a panther. Ah, who can say? And I'm not sure either. (laughs) Who can say, really? (laughs) So you guys are in your costume. You see John Paul walk out. And, like, he's not... Again, you two are seeing what Preserver saw. A guy wearing all black, 
without even his cool toy. He's just a guy. And uh, John Paul's like, hey, Kilanova, Pultani, what's up? Hmm. Hello again. Hello. Can um can we just for truce purposes give the device to our friend January? He'll hold it. He's very reliable. He, also, you will see. I don't think he'd be able to destroy it with a punch like I tried to. So should be safe. Preserver, we are not sure about that. <laughs> I hold up a finger. <laughs> no. Listen, man. I don't think that. I don't think there's gonna be a problem with that. And he holds up like a used grocery bag, like a plastic grocery bag. And you look inside and, like, the N64 is split in half. It's fully in two pieces. And, like, you can see that all, like, the bits and the guts of this technology thing. But this thing is fully broken. Dang, Preserver, good job. Well, not good enough, I thought. Let's let's see. Let's see what Dr. Marwan does have to say. Yeah, you guys head in. Uh, January uh, hops forward wearing a little nightcap. <laughs> you look so cute like a little Scrooge I don't usually sleep like this I just thought you would enjoy it <laughs> you are a delight thanks I take naps throughout the day so I don't have a regular sleep schedule so this is really all artifice I was looking up rabbits you're crepuscular right like you're most active around twilight what did you call me what did you call my mom no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that word so I'm gonna take it as disrespect <laughs> Sounds I right. literally defined it in the next word that I said. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to finish my joke, so... That was adorable. Okay, also, I'm stalling. I'm also stalling. Hold on. And then you hear... <laughs> as Dr. Morrow, in, like, an oversized SUNY LTC sweatshirt, sweatpants, and January slippers, is moaning and leaning on Dez, as Dez, in, like... Des looks pretty much the same, except that Des is wearing, like, a white t-shirt. <laughs> like, uh, instead of, like, maybe a sweater or whatever, or his jacket that he usually uses. He's just not wearing his jacket. And um, Dr. Morrow is leaning on Des, being like, uh, a um, Very sorry to get us all out of our beds. Um, this is John Paul. John Paul, this is Dr. Mayor Cassandra uh, hey, Morrow. Can you, uh... If we're all doing superhero names, can uh, you use my... You do not have a superhero name. You are not a superhero. I do have one. It's level up, and I think that we should respect that if we're all doing secret identities. Okay. That was just your Twitch streamer name. It's all the same. It was a ruse, and I rused you. Okay. Uh, it in spirit of partnership, we are all sitting down together. We do not have to. So level up. This is Dr. Mayor Cassandra Morrow. This is Des. And uh, we are here today, everybody. I like gesture at, at like the big tables. We all sit down. I take the grocery bag uh, from John Paul and put it in the middle of the table and like open it up. So we've been trapped in a time loop uh, for the last 12 days um, in, in our uh, experience. And um, during one of them, Des, I came to you and asked you for help or for a device. And I was... I was not telling you the full story. So like, listen, that Des was great. You can be proud of your own conduct that didn't, that didn't, didn't happen anyway. And um, it seems like you guys might have some experience in devices like this because uh, Dr. Morrow, that projector you made, you know, back in the day. Yeah, it, uh, it's prophetic. And it's at this museum where an extremely uh, well-dressed billionaire is trying to make it an art piece. And uh, that's dangerous. So Anyway, uh, punched it, 
here it is. It reset <laughs> from 9 a.m. to midnight. Um, and I don't want to do this again. Seconded. Thirded. I think January is like hopping around trying to like get coffee and bring everyone stuff. I think that as soon as you alluded to what Des told you, he stiffens and bites his tongue. And Dr. Morrow is, as you said that, Dr. Morrow went from sleepy to immediately interested in the N64 to everything you said being like, in previous loops, did I tell you that I was right about this? Did I tell any of you yes, that I was I, right? About- <laughs> I can confirm that you were right about this. I am sorry, Dr. Morrow. You were right about time. Hot dog! Absolutely! <laughs> Woo! Sorry, I did make that promise to another version of you. I should have followed through on that. That's fine. Listen, I, as long as you remember, that's totally fine. Woo! I knew it! I knew time worked! It's just like Groundhog Day. I totally knew it. It's Groundhog Day. It's, Ru- it's Russian Doll. It's Palm Springs. It's yeah, you the were Adventure very Zone. specific about it being Palm Springs. Right. It was, so it's not the Adventure Zone colon balance colon tw- the 11th hour. No. Okay, good. Just to check. And Des says, uh, what? What was it? What? What did you, I just want to be really, what did you, what did you say that I said that, what? (laughs) I, uh, without telling you the full situation, because I didn't know how long we would be there or how dangerous it was, I asked if you guys had any experience with time travel. You told me you tried, it didn't work, and... And I said no, really. You said no extremely forcefully, yeah. And um, I I got the sense there was something there, um, but I want to come because I don't want this to happen again. Seconded. Thirded. This is tight! I Wow! Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> January says, I also don't want this to happen. This seems complicated. <laughs> it's a little complicated. Definitely complicated. Oh, yeah, and also, um, uh, level up here. Uh, where did you That's get me. this? Why are you doing this? Uh, your girlfriend broke up with you. That's sad. That's not a reason to entrap us in a time loop. I wasn't, obviously I wasn't planning on for me to entrap all of you in the time loop. I was just kind of doing my own thing and that's what happened. So, uh, that's just kind of my thing that I was doing and I don't have to tell you what I was doing. Where did you get this? You know, dark web. <laughs> Do you think eBay is the dark web? <laughs> No, I got it from the actual dark web. Too bad you're too much of a noob not to know it's the actual dark web. Fucking eBay user. All right, well, let's let's get into an auction and see who's the real noob oh, here. Oh, we'll go. We'll okay, go, go Milo, calm auction. down. Listen, I got bots you don't even know about. It. It's like a half milliseconds of milliseconds. I fucking got it. Dark web, man. No, not eBay. You're a fucking normie. <laughs> wow, I didn't know Killanova was such a goddamn normie. Wow. I gotta figure that out from the other loops all those time when you... Alright, you know. level up, chill, chill yourself, right? <laughs> well, listen, I could just tell you... Listen, I could just tell you about all the, the all the ridiculous stuff that y'all did in the other loops that you got, don't remember. Dude, would you like to be burdened with that? Remember, I also... I have the power to tell you things, mistakes you don't even remember. It's like reversed... Reverse 
Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where I put bad things in your brain. I got broken up with today. Can we? Let's a third degree. Can we pull? Can we pull off? Can we pull off of me right now? Yeah, you're the only one pulling on yourself there. I hate clearly, this. this clearly, we didn't make too bad a mistake because you're still stuck in this goddamn loop. <laughs> Do you have any information about who you bought this from? Yeah, dark web. More specific no origin. Nothing in the photos. Where did it ship from? Anything? Dr. Morrow, have you seen a device like this before? How does this how does this compare to the tech that you worked on? Dr. Morrow looks at it, looks inside and whistles and she's like, "You done. You done broke this up real good. Wow. Uh <laughs> We never got the we definitely never got this far. This is some highly this is some developed stuff. Thing I I stopped working on time time things when the the projector didn't work but you said the projector did work it didn't work until the loops started and then you could ask it a question once a day and it would tell you the truth of what should happen what was going to happen it was very strange what truth was going to happen or what should happen like i asked it how to cut this guy off at the pass and it showed me where he was driving so i was able to intercept him oh did you ask you the best way to find him yeah Oh, okay. The optimization engine. All right. Mm. Okay. Now, Dr. Morrow, I respect you so much as a professional. Doesn't that sound like a Doc Ock super weapon to you? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, but I'm using it, so it's fine. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes okay. you do things that are, like, questionable. Hey, can we, all, can we all back off of Dr. Morrow here? Come on. Name one in any of my biographies. There are zero. There are zero times. As we've established, I've only read the graphic novel. And I was awesome <laughs> at that. You growth like 400 feet tall or something. And that almost happened. I was only 100 feet tall. Hey, level up. Yeah. Do you remember the name or the Bitcoin name or whatever of the person that sold you this thing? Don't <sighs> say dark handles? web again. Was it referencing some kind of printing press or something like that? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Cool. Are you guys are going to, you're not going to be mad at me, right? We're already really no, mad no. at you, No, how could we possibly be mad at you? We've uh, defused a bomb on that bridge and crossed it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't defuse it. We just blew nice. it up. Oh, cool. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds so cinematic. I really tried. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I know you tried. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had this whole thing I was going to do. So, Amber's really into cars, and of her name is Amber. I thought Fuck. that, <laughs> I know she sucks, I know, she, she fucking sucks, but like, I love her, so, uh, she's really into cars, and there's this auction that was happening tonight of vintage cars, and that I could won one, it, it was like $250,000, $270,000, like a supercharged, one of the, you know, the, the, I don't even know the name of it. You know, in the DeLorean, when it opens up mm-hmm. on the sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what if I did that? And then I was looking on um, stock Reddit and I learned about shorting stocks. Oh, boy. And if, a, if you know, like if you, you can say that a stock's going to go down, you can get a lot of money from it if you you do it like what happened with GameStop remember that happened a few years ago Aggie's head is just in her hands so I don't remember it can you explain it to me 
Can you use Dungeons and Dragons to explain it to me? <laughs> so Amanda steps in and explains it for five minutes and then comes out. Eric, get out of the narrator's chair. <laughs> um, so basically you can just pretend if he goes down. And I heard that there was going to be that um, that protest for Thornhill. And Thornhill had been expanding a lot and their stock price was doing really well. So uh, I thought that if something bad happened and then the stock went down... I could use that, figure that money out, figure out the exact time to sell it, use all that money, buy the car, win Amber back. So that's this what I was doing. This is a very convoluted plan to win back a woman who seems like she doesn't really like you. And it was super going to work. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, sometimes the best plans are complicated plans because that's how complicated they are. I have to work. So. But listen, man, the grandest gesture of all is communication. Like, we can just talk this out. No, I tried that. It didn't work. Also, the grandest gesture of all is respecting people's wishes. And if she doesn't want to be with you, you kind of have to just accept that. That's it, Val. That's it. Also, the second grandest gesture is just working on yourself so you can be (laughs) an independent person entering into a relationship in which two independent people decide to join their lives together because they decide to. Not because of a car, you know? Or like obligation. Hank Lane sits up in the (laughs) middle of the night and he's like, I'm so proud of Milo. What did he just do? <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, Level Up says, "Well, no. So I had been talking to this guy who would be help me out and to execute this plan. He thought it was super sick and manipulating the stock market. It's just like everyone does that, including the big, uh, like the big companies that do that. They already have that. So he told me he could help and." Um, yeah, he said he was this, like, rich guy. He was in VC, and he owns a bunch of, like, companies and media companies. I looked at him, and he, I mean, like, those guys exist, definitely. So. What was his name? Well, I mean, I don't have his real name. It was Dark Web. He used his, his handle. What was his was, Dark Web handle? It was, um, XX Gutenberg XX. Oh, my God. He couldn't even get the real fucking name. <laughs> Terrible. So, uh. Did he give you the money for the Twitter bots too? Yeah. Okay. The ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the Twitter bots are more expensive, but I don't know. I didn't ask. But like, he was being really nice, and he gave me the stuff. He gave me the N sixty four. He sent it to my house, and he said he would set up the distraction, and it was being really nice to me. And he already knew about time loops and stuff. So. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. Dr. But he didn't Morrow? tell me. But he didn't even say what would happen if it if it got broke, so... Oops. Hey, hey, Dr. Morrow, why would uh, someone like Gutenberg maybe know about time loops? Oh... Because he thought I didn't do it. Well, it's obviously because one of my rivals wanted to get a hand up on me, because if he didn't know, think I wouldn't do it, then he would want to try to dunk on me and rub it in my face. Dr. Morrow... <sighs> Was he ever maybe an intern or an assistant? I don't yeah, know did, who this guy is. Did you have is. assistants and interns when you were doing the time stuff previously? Probably, maybe. I do don't know. I don't know. Do you have records of these things? January, do you have records of these things? <laughs> we we checked it. None of their name is Gutenberg. We don't well, know who no, he is. Well, no, of course it's not actually Gutenberg. I love you, you <laughs> tiny little rabbit, but that's silly. <laughs> Des, it seems like you... Um, might know some things. Can you share them with us? I, I wouldn't ask if I didn't think it was important. 
Uh, fine. After this, let's just get some sleep, and we'll do all this in the morning. I have to tell you, though, and don't freak out, please. We're gonna have to call my dad. <laughs>